0: Welcome to episode two or three, depending on how we release these, of the Lux podcast. Today we are meeting up with uh, a couple of the Guild GMs and a couple of the officers to discuss the history of Lux, to answer uh, a couple of your burning questions and uh, some of the mean questions Sav and I had. Um, Sav, if you want to start us off.
1: Yeah, how's everybody doing today? Good.
2: Good? No. Ooh,
1: fantastic. All right, so uh, I'm going to start off with some questions for uh, Dan and Kevin. Um, So the first one that I'd like to ask, and it's kind of directed to um, both of you guys, but it's been a long time that you guys have sort of had this guild and ran it together. Um, As it stands right now, what's it like to have seen the guild grow and change over the course of Battle for Azeroth? or the Legion into Battle for Azeroth transition.
3: Hmm. Uh, Kevin, you want to start that one?
2: Sure. Um, so we started out very small, as all guilds do, and we grew pretty fast, straight. Um, and then we had our kind of ups and downs, but I'm as to how we've kind of struggled through and stayed alive during those dry times, and I'm quite proud of where we are at.
3: Yeah, um, no, I think that's a pretty good point. So it, so I think the backstory for, you know, I feel like this may be a lead up question, but the backstory for why we created the guild, um, essentially, uh, Kevin and I have both played World of Warcraft. I think Kevin's played a lot longer than I have since I only started in Legion. Um, but we both kind of understood that, you know, um, we wanted to make a guild that was kind of, you know, free of like the, uh, the toxicity that exists in a lot of higher end guilds um, and still being able to do some of that content. Um so ironically enough Kevin and I didn't even know that we both played World of Warcraft. That was just a discussion we had one day I think while we were working um because we sat beside each other and we decided like you know what, hey we're going to make a guild and we're going to start it and we ended up starting I think it was at uh, BFA pre-launch just towards the end of Legion and um you know when we started out it was very small uh, like Kevin said um we didn't really have any expectations just to find people that were similar like like you know, like minded individuals as us just to kind of, you know, find people that, you know, wanted to have a home that was like, you know, again, just free from toxicity and just kind of chill and relax and just kind of seeing over the last you know, two years and, and, and some change, I guess, at this point of how the guild has grown, even from like, you know, a distance, you know, Kevin and I both having to take our breaks. Uh, I'm personally very, very surprised and very happy with, you know, what's been going on and what's been happening. And I'm, I'm very happy to see that, you know, we've grown to a community that, you know, has a lot of players that are have the same mindset as us. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Um,
1: and then one other follow up to that. Um, obviously, like you know, this is this is a guild that's spanned between Legion and into BFA. Um, what would you say like the biggest differences in you know Legion Lux to like BFA Lux? Because obviously, the two expansions vary in quality and sort of like player engagement. Um, and as it stands, a lot of people would have said, like, Legion was the better expansion. So, I mean, like, just in terms of, like, community engagement and, like, player base and goals, like, what do you think, like, the biggest differences between the two expansions were for you guys?
3: Um, I feel like that's very hard to answer simply because Lux was pretty much non-existent in Legion. Like, like when, we, when I say we made it, like, BFA pre-launch, like, okay. I, I mean, like, they, they came out a couple of days later. So, I mean, I... I, I would love to have believed that, you know, if we had existed in, in Legion, then a lot of the, the problems that are plaguing guilds right now in BFA um wouldn't have been a thing then and then we probably would have had a much larger player base going into BFA, but it's kinda hard to say. So it's like really fresh, like pretty much BFA and Lux were pretty much
2: together, basically at the same time.
3: Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, what pretty when did we make much. it? Do you remember?
2: Um I'd say like maybe a week before BFA launched, and yeah. half the guild was my alts. Exactly. Oh, okay, it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's half a misunderstanding on
4: my part.
0: Half <laughs> of them now are Dan's alts. I know. Be I yep. making new ones every week.
3: I don't. I don't blame you. I have the same problem.
5: <laughs> changing changing the name of a tune doesn't count as a new tune, though, Dan.
3: Oh, I know. That was. So people like, why are you leaving the guild on this character? I I promise you, I haven't left. I just got bored and changed my name
5: i don't think i've known anybody that's ever changed their name as frequently as you have
3: oh man you should like kevin you've seen me in person like i just get bored and i'm just i do different things all the time in person like uh i don't know i think i won like best dress in high school because like i just got bored and i just did different stuff like uh, if you met me before dan what's my name before dan (laughs) unfortunately i haven't changed that you know the whole legal sort of thing and all that I do go by a couple of different names because, you know, I've gone by, well, actually, you know, the, uh, we'll save this for another time. This is one of those things that we'll talk about another time, staff. His
2: are Big Dan. <laughs>
3: Big Dan. Also known as Big Daniel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got a couple of them. Every variation. Give right. us
0: kind of a, a a perspective of, like, so the guild's going, right? It's mostly Kevin's alts. And you guys are um kind of just getting going. Um, lead us kind of from the, from the starting point kind of up to where like y- you pick up moxie
3: mm, okay um well i would say a lot of our initial recruitment was just um blasting general chat and just kind of going off like on a spiel of like hey you know this is who we are you know we're looking for to create a community of kind of children relaxed players that are looking for the exact same thing um and that's just kind of how it started we recruited a lot of people. Um, and to be fair, like we didn't just, you know, blast general and then invite them if they said yes. There was like a little bit of a conversation each time because, you know, again, we wanted to make sure that when we were recruiting players, um, we tried our best to make sure that they were, you know, people that had the right mindset. Um, so I believe, I think you were recruited that way, Moggs. I don't remember who in particular recruited you. Um, you... I'm pretty sure it was you. Uh, oh, Jet, so... sorry.
4: <laughs> yeah. So the way that I found the guild in the first place was just through the uh, the Guild Finder, you know, the in-game interface. Um, and I'll be honest, the literally the only reason that I joined was because I liked the guild name.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we get that comment all the time. Like, people are like, oh, like, do you guys play League of Legends? And lo and behold, I had no idea there was a character in that game called Lux. Um, and the name, so the name of the guild, for people that don't know, is just like a joke between Kevin and I, sort of. Um, Because at the time, like, a lot of our job was uh, basically doing, like, uh, calculations for, like, uh, photometrics, which is just measurements of light for, like, subdivisions and, like, parking lots and things like that uh, for, like, the firm that we work for. Um, And we're like, oh, like, what's a cool name that we can make for a guild? And it has to be one word and something cool. And we both are just kind of like, Lux. Uh, Like, that sounds cool. Um, And people ever since then, I feel, have been digging into the meaning of the, the guild name. But trust me, it's not deeper than that, guys. It's just a cool name that relates to what we did for work.
1: That's funny, because if you think back to it, there's so many people in our guild who are like, yeah, man, I play League of Legends, you know, and yeah. like I start to think, like, maybe they saw the name, and they're like, yeah, dude, this relates to League, I'm going in. <laughs> Which is, like, the most toxic game community
0: ever, and then, like, the most untoxic guild I've ever been in, with sharing, like, the same name.
3: Yep. Yeah. Kevin, did you know that League of Legends, like, I didn't even know about League of Legends before this, so did yeah. Kevin, did you know? <laughs>
2: I've played for, uh, since launch of League of Legends, but it wasn't my decision to go with Lux because of the character.
3: Fair. Yeah, just no idea, personally, and I don't think it was really planned or anything. Just happy coincidence. This is hey. guild.
2: guild names always look cool.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, Caster, I believe you have a question for Kevin now. Oh,
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely have questions for Kevin. So, the first question we had, yeah. The <laughs> first question that we had uh was is, is people wanted to know if you ever figured out how to go clockwise.
2: Uh, you know, <laughs> I tend to feel like I know how to go <laughs> clockwise, but then I just realize I just do a 180 and then r- walk away. So, I don't I don't think I actually know how to go clockwise.
0: And then also, we have. Oh, go ahead, Max. Uh,
4: I was just going to say the the whole clockwise meme is so unfair to Kevin in the first place. Because, uh, like, I don't know. Like, when I was raid leading, I was the one who always struggled with getting clockwise and counterclockwise mixed up. Like, I, I don't think Kevin even had any issues with it.
0: It was. So just, it, it's ooh, your fault.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. And
0: it's your fault.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, a reputation. <laughs> Counterclockwise crew for a bit.
0: And then we had a, a second question for for Kevin, which was uh a little bit more serious, which was um generally I know when we joined you were uh and mugsy was probably helping, and maybe juve but for the most part, from what I could tell, you were doing a lot of the the media and Discord stuff. And uh we were curious what you thought of kind of what the guild has now, considering that like on Raid Nights, you can go and watch a Lux multi-stream where we have six, sometimes seven streamers streaming our raids from almost every perspective. Tank, DPS, healers. Um, there is um, obviously this um, for a, a form of entertainment for people. Um, we have you know weekly guild events. Um, the Discord's doubled in size. Channels, uh, roles, you can go and you can tag people to, to run Mythic Plus based on role. Um, the guild has a uh, an Instagram that Juve is running that actually uh, at times has had uh, some relatively big streamers. I know I, I noticed one of them that had liked, and uh, that person had sent that out to six thousand people. Uh, another one to another four thousand people. Um, what do you think about that? And did you ever think that that would actually be like a thing?
2: It didn't actually was ever gonna be a thing i just have a little bit of an organizational and ocd problem dan could probably attest Mm -hmm. to that and the way we had it was like two channels and a chat log and it was just getting uh you would have like all sorts of content all in one channel and it was hard to keep track so i went and organized everything and that was kind of the start of it but the fact that we have all those streamers and we have website, now, oh, I think that's absolutely amazing. That's not something I ever saw coming.
0: What about uh, anybody else? Like uh, Juve, I know you've been here a while. Um, what are your thoughts? Or Kitty, um, Moxie, anybody else want to weigh in on that?
5: Yeah, so I think a lot of that is just a natural extension. When you get a large enough audience, it makes sense to have multiple channels of ways to reach out and stay connected to folks. Um, so I think, you know, the, the Instagram and, and the the website that Moxie put together is just a natural extension of our growth.
6: Never would have expected anything like it, though.
3: Yeah, I think it's just one of those things that's just like a kind of a happy um, occurrence that happens just, you know, as a result of the community growing. It's, as you've said, you know, now that we have a large enough community and there's people that, you know, want to have it. Um, at one point, I remember Jiv and I and a couple other officers as well had discussed it, but we talked about, you know, making like a, like we said it before, like a Facebook or a, a Instagram page for the guild. And at the time, there wasn't enough traction for it, there didn't seem to be enough support for it. But now we're at a point where, you know, we have an Instagram and there's people following it um, and there's, you know, a decent amount of people considering how many people are active in the guild at the time um, that are on our Instagram page. So it's it's just a very nice thing to see. And it's, it's you know, I'm happy that the guild is kind of developing and going in the direction that, you know, um, you know the community is driven to go. You
5: know, fun tidbit around that, because uh, I initially, it was like right after I became an officer that I was pitching the idea of us getting onto social media and there was a bit of fair resistance to facebook in particular but the group is still there actually on facebook right now and it's still i think just kitty and i because there was enough resistance from folks of just a lot of private information that's accessible there and you know some people were uncomfortable with exposing that so it just sat there and died but we also have a subreddit that i set up around the exact same time that uh, never really utilized and i don't know if we ever will but it's there lux guild Interesting. I
0: have to check that out. I just yeah. wanted to, uh, and this is not something I actually had a chance to share with Sav yet, but just to expand on that, I just wanted to kind of give you guys a, kind of a perspective on how far that this is actually reaching, because I think I get a lot of these messages and other people really don't see them. So this is a message I got from a guy yesterday at 12.15 p.m. Um, and he's, you know, hey, I play a holy shadow priest named Easy on U.S. Iloon. Saw a post about your guild on Instagram. Went to your YouTube channel. Watched a couple videos. I'm interested in joining your guild. Holy
1: crap! Yes,
6: that's Uh, awesome.
1: It's we're out there. We're really out there right now. You know, (laughs) people
5: like us.
4: I know. I'm I'm really honestly kind of surprised that like social media and gaming has that much outreach. Uh, You know, especially when I. I mean, I've been gaming my whole life, but, like, even when I started playing WoW, obviously, social media wasn't really a thing, and so I just never really associate it with, you know, Instagram accounts and Facebook groups and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of striking to me to to see people actually hearing about us from social media, and it just goes to show, like, how valuable that outreach can be.
5: Yeah, I, mean, damn, I remember way back in the day before, uh, when the game started, the, YouTube wasn't even a thing, really, right? Yeah. And it was all, what was it, ThoughtBot? Was that what it was?
2: Yeah, ThoughtBot. That yeah, good was... old ThoughtBot.
4: Yeah, I think, like, all the videos, like, the media content was on WarcraftVideos.com, right?
5: Oh, God, yeah. Oof. And
0: I, I honestly... I always
6: figured the forums were, like, the main community uh, place.
0: And I honestly didn't expect it, like, the, the the outreach for it to go that far. Um, to be perfectly honest, I thought, you know, an Instagram was going to be cool. And it was going to be like neat for the people who uh, were playing together. You know what I mean. Keep us all engaged, uh, kind of as a community. And I remember, um, I think Brooke had done a a graphic that he had submitted for our raid team. Um, I think Juve. I, I I think that's right. And and you probably set it up to be posted. And I remember seeing it on on my feed. And then uh, two days later, I got like just random people uh, trying to add me as friends. And I was like, what the hell is is going on with this? And I thought maybe they were just guildies. And I went and looked, and uh, I realized that, uh, you know, this this girl who is a pretty big streamer, I checked her out. She has, you know, 6,000 Warcraft followers, and she's liking our our pages and our graphics, and suddenly there are people just following the breadcrumbs of realizing, like, oh, well, you know, there's 12 people who, who like this page. There are probably people in this guild. I mean, I've had people reach out to me on Instagram for guild recruitment in the last month.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's and come a long way.
3: <laughs> and so
0: we're More kinda,
6: graphics, got it.
0: Right, yeah, they work. Just don't leave it up to blue. <laughs> <laughs> mm. They're just mean-spirited. Um, <laughs> uh, so we're kind of at the point where Moggs hops into the guild at that point, right? Um so uh, the questions we have, kind of, uh, Moggs, um, kind of, what appealed to you besides the the name, um, if, if there was anything more to the name, and kind of, what was your uh, your role within the guild? Because um, I know eventually you become, you know, probably an officer, a guild GM, or significantly more important than just you know like ra- random person. You're helping make decisions and shape the way things are going to be in the future, and then. Kind of, you know, bridge the gap between where you come in and Juven and Kitty come in. Are there any major changes that happen, um, kind of in that time span?
4: Uh, okay, so all right, here is my whole backstory. Um, basically, I had I had skipped Legion entirely, um, and so I hadn't played the game in at least a couple years, maybe three years. Uh, Basically, well, primarily because I just get super addicted to this game, um, and I was like, ah, well, you know, got a new expansion coming out, I might as well try it. Uh, I had a buddy who is um, who I met, I think, playing the Overwatch beta, who is like a really good guy, and he said he was going to roll a tune on uh, Dalaran because he had some real life friends who were in a guild here. Um, And they were like, yeah, uh, you know, they'll totally have space for me and blah, blah, blah. So I I actually had been a horde made my whole life and decided to roll alliance on on Dalaran just to uh, follow my buddy. And uh, basically make this character uh, level up to 120. And as it turns out, I never get an invite from that guild. Uh, My buddy stops playing the game, I think, before he even gets to 120. (laughs) And so I'm just, like, kind of left abandoned on this server, like, wondering uh, <laughs> wondering what I do and where I go. So I just start looking for a guild. I find the uh, the guild in uh, the guild recruitment UI, and I was just like, hey, I, I like the name. I might as well join. Uh, I talked to Dan for a little bit, and, you know, he was just seemed to be a really nice dude and seemed to have uh, a good way of looking at things. And I was like, hey, cool, well, you know, I'm trying not to get too hooked on this game, uh, you know, as I normally do. I don't really want to get addicted again. And so I I told him specifically, like, yeah, I'll join. But, you know, I'm I'm probably not going to be on much and uh, definitely not going to be doing any rating, not going to be doing anything uh, like officer wise. And yeah, I don't really know what happened, but fast forward a few months and I'm, yeah, I'm an officer and I'm organizing raids and raiding with them and yeah.
0: <laughs> That's how get, he gets you and he gets you quick. I know. I it's know that Canadian charm.
4: It.
1: <laughs> gotta be what it is.
4: Yeah.
3: I feel bad. I start to feel a little bad now.
1: You weren't going <laughs> to play the game, but then you started getting maple syrup in your mailbox. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Nobody says no to Big Dan. Oh, boy. <laughs>
3: Kevin Kevin's just as good at this. he's just you know, a bit more shadowy about
1: it're <laughs> he's the one that manages the mailing list.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I do remember you saying that actually now that you bring it up, it's been a while. I do remember you saying that, and uh you know I as much as I sound like a bad guy, I stand by what I said, you're like, no you were looking for a community, you were a great guy. we had a pretty good conversation um and uh I do remember at the time when you first joined like uh again your your personality just kind of made you stand out um you were definitely helpful a lot of people in the guild instantly started to like you, know, like you as a person and you had like a really good game knowledge like i mean to this day i'm pretty sure everyone in this group chat knows more about world of warcraft than i do um and it's it, it definitely showed and i was like you know what this is a great guy you know he's an asset i want to be able to use him um and you know one thing led to another I remember it started off with specifically and I remember you were very specific about this you said uh that you only wanted to be like tanking for the raid and that was it like you didn't want to do any raid leading you didn't want to take on any responsibility you would just tank um and then I don't know what happened either because I uh, you clearly have been doing a lot more than that uh since then so it, it's I I stand by you know my decision of roping you in I I feel a little bit bad if you know that's a uh, kind of Added on a little bit more stress and like a uh, stuff to your life that uh, has kept you busy in game, but uh, I think that you know you've been a great fit for the guild. So I'm kind of I feel bad, but I don't feel bad.
4: Hey man, no, I mean the most important thing is meeting nice people, you know.
0: Exactly. And then uh, I believe Sav had uh, a couple questions for uh, for Mogs, and that I also have a couple questions for Mogs.
1: All right, so. I would like to know I would like you to know ahead of time that all of these questions are personally curated and uh, they're all meme questions, so I just I just want you to be ready for this. But um, okay. after you broke your leg, um, you know and you, you were raiding with your foot on your desk for a while, uh, did you relate better to like DKs since you had literal peasant legs?
4: <laughs> ah, Rip. Good, that's good. Uh, so first of all, it wasn't a broken leg. I I tore my calf muscle, um, on a bike ride. I, I I crashed on my bike, and my buddy actually like rolled over me with his bike, and oh. managed to tear my calf muscle. And then proceeded because of all the shock and the adrenaline, didn't really realize that it was as bad as it was, and proceeded to ride like another seventy miles or whatever that day with a torn calf
1: muscle. Ouch. Only seventy. Um, yeah, only seventy. Right, like. <laughs>
4: and which which ultimately like made it way worse obviously because i was probably just destroying my leg in the process uh yeah no i was crippled for a good at least a good month i couldn't really do anything for two or three months um before i got a crutch i was literally like crab walking around my apartment like scooting around on my butt like anything that i could do to get from point a to point b it was bad
1: yeah, that that doesn't sound great, but it's better now. You're back to cycling, you're, you're full force out there on the bike.
4: Yes, yes, i hey. great.
1: And this is something, so I actually, like, I, I want to say it's more of a guild question. I had initially wrote it down, but then I had, like, four other people ask me to ask you this, so consider it a community question. Mm-hmm. Why do you always play the meme specs? Feral Druid, etc., like, is there something about that that appeals to you? Shock or... it me. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh,
4: so I want you to know that I've been in therapy for about seven or eight years. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, seriously, I think it's something about my personality. I think I'm a very reactant, uh, person, and I think that I don't like, uh, being forced to play a game in a particular way. I think I have, like, the gamer archetype of somebody who is, like, uh, Likes to explore and likes to create. And so I feel like creating a character in an MMO is, like, for me, an extension of that, like, creativity and exploration. Uh, Whereas a lot of people, like, different people, I think, play MMOs for different reasons. It's one of the reasons the genre is so successful. It's because it appeals to so many different types of gamers. Uh, For me, like, you know, a lot of people, they just want to play what's really good, and they want to play what's going (laughs) to get them a raid spot, and not, like, actively deter them from getting a raid spot. And, I don't know, for me, it's just like, I don't know, I have more fun when I'm trying to make something crappy actually work.
1: Yeah, and honestly, you you more often than not will succeed in doing that, because, like, at still, I'm pretty sure you could log on to your Feral Druid, and you'd still probably end up, like, top five DPS in a raid, even oh, yeah. though you, you took a break before the Corruption vendor before all the new stuff was added in. I mean... Bender. Oh, yeah, there's a corruption vendor. <laughs> um, um but yeah. right don't tell him
6: now. that. Don't
4: tell him.
1: So, whatever you're doing, keep doing it, is basically all I'm saying.
4: <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah,
1: um, I, I, yeah.
4: I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just, I mean, first of all, it's kind of fun to play uh, a cat. Uh, secondly, uh, the way that I see it, especially with World of Warcraft or anything that Blizzard balances, it's like, they always balance on like a pendulum. Like one class is going to be really weak, and then they're going to get over buffed, and then they're going to be too strong, and then they're going to get over nerfed. And so I figure, like, I'll just keep playing this, and then when they get buffed again, I'll be in a good spot.
1: Yeah, yeah. And honestly, I, yeah, I think you made the right choice. Barrel Druids really strong. Um, and just the just last for question. Me to take a break. The last question, and to, to provide some context, before you took your break, um, we I, I noticed something. Very uh, crazy on the Raider I.O. score for the guild. Um, You started pugging keys, I believe, and uh, tanking a lot of keys and healing a lot of keys on your druid. And uh, you very quickly climbed to, like, 2,400 Raider I.O., being the highest Raider I.O. in the guild for probably the better part of a month and a half to two months. Well, I know you probably haven't been checking, so I'll be the first one to break it to you. That's no longer the case.
4: Ah, shit.
1: What does it feel like to have a Rep Paladin and a Prop Paladin destroy your Raider I.O. score?
4: <laughs> it feels like I gotta resub now, right?
1: <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you gotta reclaim your title.
4: This is not right. This is not cool. Something is a wrong holy in the paladin?
1: Yeah, let, let's get a Holy Paladin. Let's try to get Holy into healing some keys and get a, get a higher than 2400 score. Oh man, Holy's a DPS spec.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. I'm so pretty upset about the numbers he was playing in Holy Paladin, like that was upsetting <laughs> He's been Me gone too. so long he doesn't realize Holy is one of our best healers in the guild He's <laughs> <As> a person <laughs> Oh no, no, no I'm I'm referring to him playing like Holy Paladin actually as a DPS Oh yeah, yeah hey. Oh yeah, no, he was
0: in, uh very early on And he and I made I it work yeah. yeah
6: Isn't that all he played?
2: Yeah, pretty close, close. Embarrassing, Losing was to him in. on the charts.
5: Yeah, I remember you <laughs> getting kicked from groups from pugs as you were leveling that tune because you were playing a shotgun.
2: Yep.
0: And then we had one more for Moggs, which was uh actually revolving around the website, which was uh a community question, um, where somebody had uh said that the website is amazing. And uh I kind of made a note uh beyond that, which is that we actually still get really decent use out of it for like recruitment and it's an easy way for me to um, ensure that somebody actually sees like the, the guild rules. And so I just give it a quick link. I'm like, Hey, look around this website, check out the guild rules, get back to me or whatever. Um, And uh, what we wanted to know was how do you want to see that evolve uh, or be used in the future uh, in particular when it relates to even like um, stuff for Shadowlands?
4: So uh, what I would really like to do with the website is, uh, like we were talking about with the social media earlier, um, how important that kind of social media outreach is, which, again, for me was completely unexpected, so I didn't really plan on having any sort of social media integration with it. Uh, but I'd really like to, you know, set up, like, an Instagram feed on there and a Twitter feed and stuff and just basically make it more of a um, more of a communal space uh, without stepping on the toes of our Discord server, obviously, because that's where most people come to socialize, i mean that's where all of our social interaction really happens but yeah i want to i want to find a way to make that website a little bit more um engaging for the community you know so that there's like stuff for people to do and stuff for people to check out instead of kind of just being a a link repository you know
1: follow up about that uh i did have someone ask me this and i forgot to put it in show notes but um we have a couple people in the guild interested in writing guides um, how would they go about getting that submitted to the website?
4: Uh, they would. They would wait for me to fix the damn thing so that they can uh, upload. Uh, I'll make like a. Um, I'll make like maybe a, an author role or something so people can submit guides. Um, obviously, you don't want just like the general public coming in and making random, uh, you know, spammy ad posts on the website. But I could just make an author role for guild members and. Yeah, I think that'd be great to have, like, a bunch of uh, guides and stuff on the website for people to check out and for people to, uh, you know, submit. And maybe we could have, like, an upvote system. And, yeah, that'd be cool.
1: Hey. Maybe some Reddit integration. Yeah. Finally use that guild subreddit.
5: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Right? Hey, I just subbed to it.
0: Oh, you're up a subscriber today, Jude.
4: <laughs> Too rude. Nice. Uh-huh. Let me just brush this off my shoulder.
0: (laughs) All right. So I think we're kind of to the point where, uh, Juve and Kitty get more involved in the guild. Correct. And if, uh, Sav, if you want to kind of take over from that point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I want to start, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about like sort of the process, uh, that you went through when you joined Lux and sort of like how you guys got to where you are now.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So it's my fault. Um, we had completely
6: uh,
2: <laughs> both,
5: kitty, both kitty and i in legion were part of a one of these large multi-server guilds like huge huge guild um so near the end of legion it started to fall apart became drama filled um a group of them kind of broke off went and transferred to another server uh, kitty went over there to go and raid with them they were looking for more folks so i went and joined them so it was the only time that uh, i ever transferred a tune out of uh, dollar end uh, so that group fell apart as some groups tend to do. Uh, and I started moving, uh, uh, started the process of moving Jude back over to the server. Uh, but at the time I was leveling my priest and I was rolling around. What was it? Searing George, George, George. Um, I was rolling around there and I got, uh, uh just a spam message. Now what I was doing at the time, I was trying to find a home, right? Just any place, any, any guild would do. So each one of my tunes, the first spam guild invite that I got, I would just, Go ahead and accept on that tune and, and check out the guild. Well, I was on my priest and I just happened to get spammed by, I think it was Katie, uh, who is a, an older officer in the guild. Um, she had hit me up. Uh, I took the, the spam invite and then uh, uh, two things immediately endeared me to the group. It was first, it was, uh, and this is something that I still do today every time I get the chance. Um, where and somebody new joins the guild. Uh, Katie gave me kind of an introduction of just like, hey, I'm an officer. If you run any problems, let me know. Uh, if you're you know, looking to know who is who, just you know, let me know and I'll, I'll give you kind of a guide. And I've been doing kind of the same thing whenever I get the chance um, to, to new members as well. Uh, so that, that set me in. And then the other part, I remember I was in my office. I, I saw something in the guild and I remember immediately going over to to Kitty's office and going, dude, dude, they have like three thousand gold repair. Join the guild, and
6: uh, <laughs> he won me over immediately. <laughs> yeah, it,
5: it, she literally lost her mind. It was like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, dude, dude, I, I don't know anything about this guild, but it's a huge bank repair. So uh, uh, get on this. Uh, we did, and we suddenly found ourselves uh, pretty endeared to the rest of the guild and the folks that were there, and uh, got a chance to meet Dan and and Moxie and. Mogsy in particular reminded me of an old raid leader we had back in Wrath, and uh, uh, both Kitty and I were like, yeah, dude, this 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 place is great. We're staying.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, like, so obviously you guys have been playing the game together for a really long time. Um, prior to Lux, what was your WoW journey like? Like, have you guys always raided in the same guilds, or was there times where you were just sick of each other and went raiding different guilds, or...?
5: Well, so different ambitions kind of between the two of us at, at different levels. Uh, typically, we would try to run together. But I know like back in BC, for example, uh, Kitty got roped up into a uh, uh, a more hardcore guild then. I, it was rabid pandas. Um, yeah. And then uh, uh, she was an officer in the guild, I think. Uh, I don't remember. But, no. no? Okay. At the time, then uh, we were in uh, a moderately hardcore raiding guild. That was after, no, that was before CVN, wasn't it, Kitty? Oh yeah, yeah. So we ended up uh, uh, getting into a more hardcore guild in uh, uh, back in the Wrath days, and um, was it so Cataclysm came, and I think that's when we started to dip out a little bit.
6: Well, the guild that we were in, um, they were just not able to get down heroic Lich King, and uh, it started falling apart at that point.
1: Okay. So, that kind of ties into my next question. I'm going to ask you each individually, because, I mean, I've got a little bit of a different perspective on WoW than a lot of you guys. A lot of you have been playing this game a lot longer than me, and I get to hear these, like, war stories of, like, the best thing I've ever done in this game was X and Y thing, you know? And um, me being fairly new to the game, obviously, like, I've got some of those stories, but it's all from BFA. Um, So, Kitty, what was, in your personal opinion, like, the the height of your wow career so far like what's the best thing you've ever done in this game that you'll never forget about
6: oh gosh (laughs) that's a little uh, on the spot
1: yeah that's the point
4: (laughs) (laughs) think faster
6: oh i don't know you know i i generally really like the pre-expansion launches because they usually have some kind of event that's really really fun Like, I remember going into Wrath. That one was just, like... I I still have memories of running around with Juve, like, with a bunch of zombies everywhere.
5: Oh, God. Defending Thera more together?
6: Yeah.
1: Oh, that sounds awesome.
5: Oh, yeah. For context, there was... uh, So, there was the Corrupted Blood thing that happened back in Vanilla, right? When... um, I forget the name of the the raid that opened up. Um, But Hunter Pets were able to take one of the debuffs outside, and it spread through all the major cities... Uh, it was a huge thing. The CDC is actually using that as as uh, a prediction models for uh, uh, spreads of of even COVID-19 right now. Um, oh, yeah. So the whole event was based on the same thing. So they said, hey, uh, some people found that really fun. Let's have this large plague like event that spreads across Azeroth from player to player. Uh, so there were people who were. Were tirelessly spending all day in like stormwind trying to cleanse people of this but there were just bodies everywhere and then there were these uh, zombie horde invasions and uh, i remember going with kitty over to theramore just to like fight hundreds of these things just everywhere it was it was intense
1: yeah that sounds awesome i feel like playing through that would have been like very painful like the original corrupted blood plague right like you can't even log in like but at the same time you know you'll look back on it years later and it's like yeah i did that <laughs> Like a yeah. badge of honor. Yeah, really though.
6: It was just so much fun because it it brought you know excitement into what is going to be coming ahead.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. And Juve, would you say like for you it's the same thing, or did you do something else in WoW that you're extremely proud of? So
5: that was going to be mine. So thanks for stealing that oh, for me, Oh no way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, that that's fine because it lets me tell the uh, the other one that is. I don't know if it's so much proud as it is one of those moments that I will never, ever forget about the game. Uh, so Kitty and I had just started playing together, right? Uh, a friend of mine at, at work, I used to work at a place called e and a friend there had sort of introduced me to the game of like, dude, it's like 15 bucks a month, and it's like getting a new game every single month. Okay, sure, so i will check it out. So Kitty and I started playing, and we were running around on lobbies. I think this was Juve at like level 20-ish or so. Because we were in Redridge at the time, and uh, the two of us were just leveling up our our, our characters, and uh, I think you were on your no, I don't remember what tune you were on, Kitty. But suddenly, all the mobs and all the NPCs disappeared. We were still logged into the server, but everything was gone. It was a completely blank slate. There were no mobs, no NPCs anywhere. So we got a little bold and started going up to the to um uh, oh shoot, what is it? The zone just north of Redridge. Why can't I remember it now? We're Blackrock Mountain. Yeah, I think it was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so we got up there and we got all the way up to to, uh, to Blackrock Mountain. And we're thinking, like, this is the coolest thing ever when suddenly all the the mobs started to spawn back in. And this was, this was before <laughs> level scaling. So there's, you know, level 20, 21, us running back to Red Ridge trying to avoid all these level 50 mobs
1: that are, are
5: gunning for us. And that was probably the most fun that I've ever had in the game outside of that uh, the, the Wrath pre-patch
1: that sounds one. hilarious oh go ahead
6: frosty oh yeah
5: so we were uh this is back before shoot when did they change that with stitches uh but back when stitches was like a random wandering npc and not an event um we ran into a good friend of ours uh who be someone who became a good friend of ours just walking through duskwood and uh we were getting lobies and and way undergeared and underskilled to take on this elite wandering npc and uh I think it was on my hunter at the time. But uh yeah, we were sitting there getting our butts kicked when suddenly a level 60 frost mage shows up and just mops the floor with with stitches. And we were we were a little smitten with the guy because he just
1: saved our butts. That's awesome.
6: It wasn't just that, he kept coming back. Like he would stage himself in Duskwood to help Lobies kill this monstrosity that comes to them like every what 15 minutes.
1: Yep. A real That's... man of the people. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> So I have. The
6: realm.
0: Oh, sorry. I have uh, a couple of others. Um, first one is to Juve. Um, and actually, I, I think this conversation is something you and Conan actually talked about the other day, but I'd already kind of written this out. Um, I've had a couple of people ask about that sweet, sweet Lux merch. And I know that you've looked into it a couple of times. Did we ever come up with anything for that?
5: Oh, yeah. Some things that should for social reasons never see the light of day um there are very interesting designs with the Lux logo that you can put on a face mask i'll I'll leave it at that uh but we yeah we were we spent a big chunk of time looking at options and trying to figure that out hey what what do we think would actually sell what do you think people would actually wear what would we do with it because i mean we're not a for-profit group how would we anything we got like how would we reinvest that could we use it to to uh, fun contests and some other stuff. So yeah, we, we have a couple of ideas that we were floating back and forth. So that should be, uh, that should be fun coming up.
0: Just to expand on that. uh, Cause just out of curiosity, uh, Dan and Kevin, how would you guys feel to know that people are actually wanting to buy Lux guild merchandise for their real lives? We're going to be rich.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
5: let me add a color to that and say that uh, uh just imagine that if we do have gear, there's a non zero chance that someone could actually get married wearing Lux merchandise.
3: Lux Lux cuff links dude. <laughs> a non zero <laughs> chance. Um well I would say I'd probably buy at least one of everything just so I have it, because I don't know, that's just who I am. But yeah, if we come up with some nice merch then that'd be awesome. Um, it'd be kind of cool to see like, you know, people are walking around with um, you know, merch that represents our guild, so I mean, I'm for it. Sweet. And
0: then I had two for Katie. Uh, One is uh, a little more serious. And the other one is this one. Oh, dear. Which is, uh, how does it feel to be immortalized in the frag is down meme?
6: Uh, (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. Sometimes it's frustrating. But it's funny.
5: (laughs) Wait. Fragstrating? Can that be a thing?
6: We oh, yes
3: I feel like we're going to have to discuss what this meme is later because I have no idea what's going on but...
1: <laughs> so just for some context in EP uh, we were doing I think it was orgazoa and Frag died first and like it was just absolute silence because we're progressing this really hard boss and everybody's focusing and there's a dance mechanic component so you're just trying to be like where do I need to be next And so Frag dies right and he's like Kitty Frag is down, and then immediately, like all the tension is just gone. everybody's just laughing <laughs> and and it's since been quoted probably ten thousand more times so
2: <laughs> I like it
1: yeah,
0: ever show who's watching that stream
1: It's a great and name the,
0: the next one, and i i I solicited some help from your battle buddy on this one as well so i have a, I have a response from her as well um. As, as, as one of the, the core like, female members of the guild that's been here for a long time, um, how does it feel to see that we're actually gaining in female uh, player population? And that it's uh, actually affecting the guild in some of the, the ways that we like, communicate with one another and some of the events that we hold. And uh, starting to become actually a destination for female players. We're actually starting to get a lot more of them that apply just because of our openness and actually having a larger chunk of them. Um, How do you feel about that?
6: Oh, it's great. It's wonderful. Um, You know, this has been such a a male-dominated industry. World of Warcraft, you know, they always have that meme where there are no females on the internet. Um, But the fact is, is you can see them everywhere now. And it's so much more inclusive. Um, You can have a lot more fun. You can be yourself. You don't have to worry about, uh, you know, uh, the sexism that usually comes from these types of games. Like, I mean, you still have to worry about it in some context, but like our guild, because we're becoming so much more inclusive, it's... um, we just we watch ourselves you know we watch other people and we make sure that everybody is getting along everybody is respecting one another and it's just been so great to have this feeling that i can relax somewhere and just not have to worry and just enjoy myself and everybody else is enjoying themselves
0: and i didn't want to just put you on the spot as cuz you were the only female we were kind of had in the group today so i did ask blue the exact same question so that we could have a second response And I I will read that response, um, which is that uh, she had stated that she never felt like her ideas were outnumbered and that she didn't have a voice in the guild. When she joined, there were two other female officers, uh, Kitty and Aura, and she didn't ever feel less appreciated or less wanted. Uh, Usually, when she would join the guild to talk to the officers and be very open about what she was looking for and what she would hope uh, to gain through the guild. She found Lux on uh, Juve's Reddit post. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Got into talking to him and everything clicked. Uh, more so than that, any other guild that she'd ever joined, she felt um, this worked better for her. Uh, she felt like she had ideas, it was taken seriously, and she was even recommended for an officer position uh, within around two months of joining. Um, she wants to continue to see the guild grow even more and maybe if they you know if enough female members join. Um, They could possibly, you know, take a night uh, and do girls night um, to run keys or whatever um, activities. And she thinks that the more diversity that we have, the better. Uh, In a majority of male dominated video games, she's glad that Lux is a safe haven for female gamers and it allows them to have a voice.
6: That is awesome.
5: That's great to hear.
0: And I I thought I'd share that because I thought she wrote a extremely well thought out response to the same question.
6: Yeah, she really did. That That is awesome. Like, you know, I've been in several guilds in the past, and it's never been as inclusive before. Uh, it's just all been kind of one sided. And it's always had that, um, like this feeling like the atmosphere of not oppression, exactly, but you know, the stereotypes are there and you can just feel it. And here, it's just so open and nice. Awesome.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. Like, I, I really see a lot of diversity. And I can say just from a recruitment standpoint, I didn't mean to cut you off, Mugs, but the amount of uh, female players that have been contacting uh, much more recently is probably two or three times what it was seven, eight months
5: ago.
4: That's awesome. Yeah, I also just uh, really quickly wanted to... I guess, do a shout-out for Aura. I mean, I know she's not here, but um, she was one of the ones that I think really made one of the initial strong pushes. Uh, I mean, obviously, the guild has always been inclusive, and that was one of the things that Dan really emphasized early on, but I I think we got to credit Aura with, like, one of the real strong pushes for, like, really creating a space that can be inviting for everybody. I think she did a really good job with that.
0: Hundred percent, Definitely. I think yeah, she Ora, she was very welcoming.
3: Aura has, she's, I think Aura stands out because she has such a dominant personality and she has a way of having people kind of gravitate towards her. Um, so it, it's just, it's very nice 'cause, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that, you know, keep quiet, um, you know, with with whatever they're with their feeling about certain situations. Ora is not the person to keep quiet. She's someone that is very vocal, expresses her feelings. And that, like all of us I feel have gone to a point where we love that and we appreciate that. And it's definitely helped shape the guild again, like Kitty, Blue, Aura and, and everyone um has helped shape the guild in the direction we've got we're going, uh based on their personal experiences. So, you know, I, I definitely want to thank uh you know Kitty and Blue and Aura and even though she's not here. And then just
0: as a, a follow-up, because I knew I was going to ask a very serious question, I actually saved a question for Dan for after that question, which was, um, who is your favorite person to ever join the guild, and why is it blue?
1: Oh, <laughs> see, I mean... Is this is this where we cue the meme?
0: Yes, and so Sav has... I want to see this. Um, oh no 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 no! This Sab has some work. things lined up here. Um, if you want to pop into his stream real quick, oh, um, oh, no. and that that were were made by Blue,
1: um, oh, that boy. we thought we would share. Oh Actually, I got to I got to reset the stream because I'm bad at this. Hold on. So I need to do screen capture for this screen. There we go. Are you ready, Dan?
3: Um, I feel like we should have Blue in here for this moment because she she knows full that she's trying to. Action from you, but here we go. <laughs> all oh. right, so, <laughs> so
0: many of us Jumped did not out of my
3: chair. Many of us <laughs> did not <laughs>
0: escape these. If you just kind of want to go oh, through God. all of them here, Sav, and uh, kind of
1: show people what so, Blue did. Yeah, your your good friend Blue decided to try to make individualized memes for each and every one of you. This one's obviously Dan's. It's quite <laughs> impressive are actually oh, two one. Dan's. Oh, yeah, nice. there's two Dan's. This one yeah, is. You kitties. should have never
3: uploaded that picture. <laughs> oh my
1: god! Crime. No, exactly. See, sharing pictures. This is what <laughs> happens, right?
3: This is
5: what's going on to Lux merch, by the way.
1: Yeah. Oh. Um, oh my god. I hope I would buy every one of these shirts. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Moxie.
3: <laughs> the leg.
1: The leg. Oh. The
3: leg. God.
1: The leg, and Kevin. You're not escaping this one, buddy.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm surprised there's not a clock on there.
1: Yeah, I really wanted there to be, but I I this, you know, it was just an oversight. But I mean, it's still perfect. Um, this is this is the second Dan one. (laughs)
6: Yes.
1: (laughs) Yep.
3: I want that on a shirt. I mean,
1: I want that on like you know a notification whenever I see like. Hey everybody, we're gonna have a meeting. I want this oh, meme yeah. to just pop up on my screen. And
0: I, I want all of you to know that I, I half put Blue up to this task. I asked her to make one and she decided to make the rest. I was yep. also victimized in this. Go ahead, Sam. So. There you Gymnosed. go. <laughs> Feels bad. Nobody mean, is immune.
4: Look at that handsome boy.
0: I don't know who that person is, but they're incredibly handsome.
6: <laughs> I wanna know where you got my photo.
0: It was an like old, old picture Juve posted of you guys out for dinner, I believe, for your birthday. I'm
5: going yes. okay, the okay, crab okay, I I this.
1: Legs. I'm feeling a little bit slighted. Sab, where's your meme? I, I lucked out. I, I did luck out here.
3: Oh, no, I'm going to commission she, one today. She would have had
1: to dig real deep. <laughs>
3: So we go home, be taken, son. So we, we're fully not fully decided if we'll release
0: all of those to the guild. That'll obviously be a, a person by person case. But if all of you are willing to let yours go, I will let mine go.
1: Oh, I'm they're on—they're cool. they're on the stream. So
0: yeah, that's true. They're going <laughs> to be <late> seen now. <laughs> they're out there. <laughs> That—that's the thing that's definitely going to happen. Then yeah. um, I'm sorry. It—it it, it was blue.
1: I, I promise. Yeah, it was. I'd say like eighty percent blue and at least twenty percent Caster and me, so Yeah, that's fair. I'll take a little <laughs> bit of the blame. Yeah, same. I thought I'd escape, but I didn't, so
3: No, uh, I believe it. You give Blue an idea and she's just gonna run with it and Oh yeah. I'm impressed. I, I actually must say though my memes are good. I like them. So yeah, I, I think
0: re- we've we've kind of walked to the point where uh kind of where me and Sav come in, right? I think um yeah. is that kind of where we're at in the story here. Um,
4: so Sev, what's your question for Sev?
0: Right. So I have, I have so many for Sev. Um so when 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 Happy Accidents uh that kind of group you came in with was going to join, what was the discussion you guys had prior? Um who was kind of the person you spoke with to kind of get a feel for the guild? what attracted you? Did they tell you that we were coming at the same time? Um, or is Dan a damn dirty liar? And um <laughs> how have things changed um basically since the time that you you know were considering joining to to kind of joining now?
1: Oh okay. Wow. So that that's a lot that's a loaded question. That's a very loaded question. But um honestly it was uh it's it was a happy accident that we ended up here.
2: Oh. Huh. Ah. Yikes. Um,
1: <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, like, I mean, it was, uh, I'd have to say it was a coincidence uh, brought on by the fact that, um, as a guild, like, happy accidents. So, like, Rocky and I had a really interesting adventure throughout BFA, Um, when we were getting into WoW after quitting Overwatch, um, I didn't know what to expect. WoW was always that wicked game that my friends played that I just never felt like paying a subscription for. And, uh, you know, I, I had a lot of fun leveling and getting into Deer and, uh, trying out the raid with a, with a guild, right? And that guild ended up being very toxic. I left very quickly. Um, and then, you know, we, Rocky didn't really want to keep playing, so he didn't. And then I ended up uh, joining Happy Accidents on accident. um, I won't get into that story. I don't think it's appropriate for this podcast. Uh, (laughs) But I ended up in Happy Accidents, and it was actually a great experience because, like, compared to the guild I was in before, um, I met a lot of people that I still play with today that essentially brought me up in the game um, and taught me a lot of things that were concepts that I just didn't understand. And in a lot of ways, like... I am only the player I am today because I learned those things from those guys then and then continued learning throughout like the entirety of this expansion. And, uh, you know, and it was it was a great experience because like we made good progress. We downed normal. Uh, I actually tanked our very first raid night, which was really, you know, I think I lied on my resume and told them I could tank. <laughs> <laughs> and and You're like still was, lying to me. You're still yeah, lying to me to this day. I, well, you know, I, I do my best, but it was true. Like, the first first raid night ever, I, like, joined the day BOD launched, right? And, like, I was looking for a guild to raid with that night because the one I was in just wasn't going to work for reasons that will remain unsaid. And I walked in, and they're like, oh, yeah, so uh, we need a tank for tonight. Can you do prop paladin? And I did. And we killed some bosses, but I had no idea what I was doing. I still don't. Um, so that's good. But yeah, and and it was a good experience because, like, we went, we progressed normal, we got normal Jaina down, it felt really good. At that point, like, I didn't really have a lot of perspective on, like, the difficulty levels and stuff, because when normal's the only thing you've actually done, you don't really, like, know how much more difficult heroic or mythic is, and it was just, it was a great experience, and then we started progressing heroic, we eventually got our AOTC down. But one thing was happening with that guild, we were losing members pretty quickly to, like, Burnout um, in BOD and, like, just general frustrations towards Battle for Azeroth in general, and, like, I suppose it's a sentiment echoed by, like, the entire WoW community. Um, wasn't, you know, a fantastic expansion for player retention, and, uh, we hit a point.
4: What do you mean? Mm -hmm. They had all those retention systems.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, all all zero of them. The the corruption (laughs) vendor, I guess. Wow!
6: WoW Classic?
1: Yeah, the retention system, WoW Classic. Um, but yeah, like we uh, 8.15 was out. We, uh, we actually, as a guild, we progressed um, the first fight. Uh, and then we ended up going into the second fight Unot, a few times before basically so many people had taken a break from the game that we weren't able to raid anymore. We showed up one night to raid, and we only had eight players online, and it was just like, well, that's unfortunate. And that's when everybody started to say, like, well, what do we do next? Because everybody that was left, which is pretty much all the Happy Accidents people that are in Lux now, and a few that are on break, we were kind of at a loss for what to do. Like, we didn't want to stop raiding. I wanted my AOTC for Crucible, and everybody else wanted to be able to get that achievement as well. And um, in the beginnings of that process, uh, the group kind of split a little bit, because Lux, as awesome as it sounded, because Ebony and... um, is that's new blue. And I believe a couple of other of you guys, I'm not hundred percent sure on that, but they knew some of the officers and Lux from a previous experience in a guild. I think it was mostly blue that brought everybody in though. And uh, yeah, it was cool because like they, they were like, you know, being offered a home and uh, the raid times weren't looking good for Rocky and I. So we sort of went on our own adventure and trialed for a bunch of guilds, which created some literal world of Warcraft nightmare fuel. <laughs> uh, which I won't get into, but yeah, some some guilds are really toxic, like, unimaginably toxic, and that was sort of our first experience being subjected to that, and, um, and yeah, and ultimately, like, you know, since Lux, we kind of found out that they were going to be bringing in you guys, Caster, uh... We looked at it like, well, let's go over there. And even if I can't make the raid times in the beginning, hopefully something will pan out. And, like, it's better than half the trials we did. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm really glad we did because, you know, we came over and immediately, like, just we started off with, what, like 30-man raids, 33-person raids, like, you know, people sitting out, volunteering to sit out. And it was just fun. And, like, the community was, like, so much closer to what we were looking for than anything else that we found after doing, like, 20-something trials, that, like, yeah, I guess, you know, you're just stuck with us now, right?
0: <laughs> and if any of you guys have any questions for me or Sav uh, during this this section, you know, uh, feel free to ask us after. Um, we kind of planned I was going to ask him, and I'll just kind of counterpoint the same questions since we kind of joined at the same time. And um, so for us, I know... Um, we. I won't go too far back, but a lot of the people I came in with have been playing with for years, right? Like, I've been playing this game since um, early to mid-wrath with Chumpo. Uh, I think I've known him longer than I've not known him in my life. Um, Mariko's getting kind of to that same same point, and then um, over the years, just leading raids and running guilds kind of together. We've just kind of amassed a group of friends and people we've met in real life, people we've met in the game. and just kind of. You don't carried even over. use his
6: Toons name anymore.
0: Yeah, I know, right?
6: It's like who which Mike? Who are you talking about? Yeah.
0: And uh so um we were uh kind of at an impasse, right? Like in Oldier we we had a whole influx of friends that came for the start of the expansion. We did relatively well, but our game plan was to casual uh down a little bit from what we've been doing in the past. Um and we did and, but then real life kind of hit and uh bfa just wasn't that great so we lost a lot of friends so we we kind of guild merged our our murder train guild into um uh the other guild and i honestly the name fully escapes me at this point that's how relevant they were um but we 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 joined up with them we did a couple mythic or whatever and then uh they pretty much just stopped showing up for raid had a lot of infighting a lot of um issues with one another And, uh, so one night we got aggravated and Chumpo really wanted a trinket. So we go into a pug. We end up with, uh, Lux in the pug and, uh, no offense. You guys had no idea what you were doing.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, hold on. We knew we had no idea what we were doing. Does that count for something?
0: That's fair. You knew something. (laughs) And I really wanted to kill the boss, and Chumpa was crying about his trinket, and I had a lot going on, so I was like, "Screw this! I'm gonna, you know, try to help them get through this fight." So we get through the first one, right, and then we get to the second one, and and we're starting to make good progress and make good progress. And I notice, you know, like people in the the group are real open to like, you know, I'm like, "No, do this, but you know, don't do that, and do this, and you know, yada yada." And it's getting better, and it's getting better, and it's getting better. And uh, but we never we never got to kill right, but we we had a pretty good time doing it. We were. Uh, just kind of sitting on our own Discord, laughing and having a good time. And we were like, man, these guys are, you know, they're they are really cooperative with learning and all that sort of stuff. The fight was still really new. Um, so we we had a pretty good time. And I, I made uh, Conan keep in contact with somebody. Uh, and it was actually Aura. Um, and every so often, they were just discussing monk tanking a lot and that sort of thing. And I was like, well, you know, keep in contact with somebody over there. And maybe next time they go raid, we'll hop in. And, you know, maybe we'll eventually get of his trinket he's still crying about. Um. So uh, long story short, we do that a couple times, and then um, we just kind of decide, like, ah, you know, these people are fun. And, uh, I mean, it, it was going to be, we, we knew it was going to be kind of a, uh, going from doing Mythic, which is what we were really interested in, kind of going back to doing Heroic. But the idea was, like, if we're having a good time with the people we're doing it with, we don't really care at this point. Um, You know, we have to take a, a little bit of a step back in content for what we wanted to do at least we're doing it with people we enjoy doing it with, you know? So um, Dan tells us literally nothing about the happy accidents, people showing up until like two hours before the the first raid. And I'm supposed to be leading that raid. (laughs) And so I have no idea these people are coming. I have no idea who any of them are. I haven't seen them in any of the other runs we had done. So that was fun. Um, But it worked out really well. And uh, you know, from that point on, things have you know kind of evolved and uh you know I was uh much like mogsy swindled into being an officer very early and uh and things have worked out really well, I think for the most part um you know things are get a little stressful sometimes, but for the most part, we have a good officer community group that pushes through most things and uh you know occasionally have to have a stitch and bitch once in a while where we all get together and call each other mean names so we feel better about ourselves and then we move on.
3: But oh, overall Dan. I think it's good. I haven't done one of those in a while, okay? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well <laughs> we did with, Kevin. We did do one without you at one point, I believe.
6: About you. Yeah, everybody talking
0: to oh, you about Dan, yeah. 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 Oh, I always knew it. It was a party. It was a real party. Yeah, it was it was champagne and everything. It was beautiful. well i'm out of here okay but if uh (laughs) if any of you guys have any follow-ups that you would like to ask me or sav feel free to do so and if not if there's anything you guys would like to add uh kind of at as we kind of wind down here feel free to do so
5: so i thought the whole process uh coming from the other side of the fence there of bringing uh folks in especially around that time because we were facing a bit of a shortage of folks too and that's kind of where we ended up uh uh, pugging that raid in particular. And man, there, there there was some fierce discussions on, you know, hey, are we are we expanding too fast? Is the culture going to be right? Are we going to be able to maintain that sense of community that we've got? Uh, there was a lot of debate on on bringing everyone in. And it worked out well in the end. And I, I think it was really a lot of the commitment from everybody that uh, was coming in and making sure that folks that were coming in who already kind of had a sense of authority uh, with their group were made officers pretty early on to make sure that, hey, they can help that integration process so it wasn't a here's the lux people and here are the add-ons like no we wanted to be one big community so how do we merge it all together how do we get everyone to play nicely together and i think that worked out really well
4: yeah i just want to say this is i've said this before a few times but like this is literally the only time i've ever seen a a guild merger go well and the fact that lux has basically merged with like two or three different guilds at this point just blows my mind and like successfully
1: oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. We've got like I think I think in total we've got we picked up Happy Accidents and and the Murder Train guys and then afterwards like you know we had another group come in from Magtheridon and then there's also another group technically we have four players who came from another guild on Dalaran that collapsed. But yeah, it, it's I, just
4: crazy to me to be able to do that and like not have clashes of personality and you know people bickering and infighting and. That just, I, I think it really speaks to how strong this guild is and and how well set up and and managed it is. Yeah. It really
6: was scary for a bit though, because we just had no idea how well it would actually go.
4: Yeah, it's like, well, it's either this or the guild's dead. So let's find out.
5: <laughs> right. Yeah, just Waiting just, for the dynamite
3: the, to go off. Like <laughs> that. That time was like particularly like a little bit hectic for me and stressful for me and this because like. Kevin usually gets me like gets my freakouts when I do have them. Um, and it's, it's just that time in particular was very strong at the time you guys actually ended up joining at the exact same time, which wasn't ideal, right? Cause it's easier to kind of integrate one group at a time and just kind of get a feel for them. And it's just like, okay, well, BOD is about to launch. There's two groups that want to join us at the exact same time. Well, what do we do? And then that's kind of when we had that mass, okay, let's have this mass, you know, max 30 rate group together. Um, and, you know, we developed the second raid group, Casper and I, and I think Kevin was there for the beginning conversations and Moggsy, I think. And we just determined that, hey, this is, you know, for this to work long term, you know, we're going to basically have everyone kind of play together, see if we, you know, we like each other at the same time. We'll try to make, you know, two teams. And that allowed, you know, for a lot of people to get the gaming experience that they want. Like you said, Caster, you know, your initial thought was that, you know, you guys would have to take a step down from content, um, uh, to kind of sacrifice that for the community that you you guys saw and that you liked and you wanted to have. And I'm very grateful for the fact that you guys were able to get that sense of community and still keep doing the content that you wanted. Um so yeah, I think it, I'll, overall, the entire process over the last two years and the lifespan of the skilled has worked out extremely well. Yeah. I can it's yeah. well, go ahead.
5: It's, uh, Dan, I think you touched on, on really what's made us as a guild as successful as we've been, is that focus on community. You have a lot of those toxic guilds, which are really more focused on achieving end game goals, right? And then people don't get those goals. They get frustrated. so they move on to the next group that seems more in line with those goals, where the distinction for us as Lux has always been in my head, um, has been that focus on community, right? That we want to create an environment that's just fun to play in and not so much worried about the end goal or the end game of of any particular expansion. And I think that's what's going to help us set us up for for success in Shadowlands. I think that's why we still have an active player base right now as many other guilds are starting to crumble uh because you know there's more to do here in Lux than simply play the game. There's a whole community to get engaged with.
4: All right. Yeah. Another thing, too, that's, like, really huge is that you have a lot of people who are founding members and officers of Lux who came from hardcore raiding environments that were very achievement-focused and decided, like, uh, I don't actually want that anymore, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's a a weird... I think I get a weird perspective sometimes, too, from what everybody else gets, because when it came in, it was really kind of awkward, like... you know dan was gonna allow me to do kind of what i wanted to do which was to to make a, a more hardcore uh minded raid team but i didn't know anybody right so like I, i'm essentially uh asking an entire large group of people like hey let's go run things and and me and conan who is uh you know kind of second and in, in command to things i like to do usually um so there's a there's a drop off there um we, we, you know, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna judge literally like 40 people and, uh, you know, pull you into one group and, and hope for the best. And, uh, I mean, you know, I, there was a little bit of resentment and there, there, there still at times occasionally is, um, from, from certain people for certain things. And, uh, it's. You know, it's it's a really delicate balancing act for you know what you know you know now now I have Sav helping me out a lot more, um, and you know I have Conan and Devil who who gives a really good outside perspective, and then I, you know frequently I'll go to Juve or Mogzy for advice or Dan, uh, or you know Blue or Kitty or you know I I try to keep open kind of chats with everybody, and if I feel like you know I'm stuck or maybe. A decision we're making is not you know exactly something i'm comfortable with i try to get somebody to you know tell me it's a good idea but you know i know from my perspective sometimes it's it's kind of difficult because i'm walking a weird line right where I, i have to kind of create guild engagement but at the same time i have to uh kind of accurately judge like performance and um make decisions based around that sometimes. And it gets really difficult because you get people who are, you know, um, really eager to do certain things and they want to, they want to do mythic rating or they want to go push high keys. But maybe they're not quite to that point yet. And, and it's, you know, I, I, I have to be the bearer of bad news sometimes, or try to, you know, tell them like, Hey, you're not quite there. You know, let me find a way to try to help you get to that point. Or, um, So it was really strange for me, Um, and it still at times is, right? Like, uh, I've actually a lot of times um, turned down a lot of recruitment. Um, You know, that same post I read earlier about the person finding us, that that conversation actually ends. And me essentially telling him, you know, we would love to have you in the guild, but we can't accommodate what it is that you're currently looking for. You know, I hope you have the best of luck finding it. Um, you know, I do recommend the server. Here's, so, you know, I give him five names of guilds that I see that may be able to accommodate him. And you know, if that doesn't work out for you and you need a place to land, message me. Um, and it's very strange. Sometimes I'm I'm our our own worst enemy, but at the same time, it kind of allows us to do some of the things that you know we want to do.
5: I, I think a lot of that. I'm trying to think of the right word here, uh, decision making that you're doing, especially in in this particular case, right. Uh, has been a big part of what's helped us succeed as well. In that, we don't bring people in under false pretenses, right? You, if you are joining Lux, you have a really good idea of what you are getting into before you even get the, the the guild invite. So people don't come in suddenly find themselves, oh, wait, what do you mean I am not on the, the the mythic team? I quit or I create a bunch of drama. It's like, no, we're going to talk to you first. We're going to make sure that this is the right fit. That you know you have the same sense of culture that we're trying to build here as you are coming in. Uh, so nobody else is disappointed. So the people that tend to come in tend to already fit the bill for what we're looking to do and in and growing in the way that we're trying to grow, and I think that's been a big help.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I don't think that it's very easy in some situations when someone's, you know, seeing what a guild is doing and they want to be a part of that. Um, it's good to be able to be transparent with them in every scenario and just be like, you know, there will be opportunities to do certain types of content, but it's sometimes like not always going to be the easiest thing. Cause there's a lot of people looking to raid mythic right now. And the community as a whole, like has a ton of guilds that are still recruiting, but you know, there's sometimes there's no space and it's, it's a hard balance for us. I think as officers to try to, to make space and ty- certain types of content. But I mean, yeah, especially through, through like Mythic Plus and um PvP, I believe that like there's a there's a lot going on in Lux all the time. And uh, you know, those are those are things that are always gonna be engaging for people. So uh last thing here. If anybody
0: uh wants to add anything, um feel free. And if not, I have one last question that actually goes to everybody. Mm, hit me. All right. Give me your your Dirty Warcraft secrets, and I'll tell you mine first. I frequently raid to love ballots. You can do that? I do.
3: Damn. Every every week. (laughs) I'm going to think of mine. How about you, Hmm.
2: Hmm.
5: That's tough. I mean, I guess my Dirty Secret is... I don't know if I have one. I'm trying to think oh, here.
4: Come
5: on, I'm sure I do. I just can't think of one. Uh, uh, I, come back to I've, it. I've only really ever played my Paladin since vanilla. Oh, that's like, i I only have, dirty? it's, it's been just in this X pack that, uh, after all my years of playing, uh, that I got a tune, a max level tune. Uh, no, no, I had my Hunter in BC cause I was raiding Uldir or Ulduar, uh, with my my uh my hunter at one point uh but yeah that's it i think
3: oh okay i thought of mine um i i don't know how to say this without coming off like i'm a terrible person i am very okay. very you know okay good thank <laughs> god all right well to the viewers that don't know i'm a very very vain person when it comes to how my character looks like I, i've said this to people before Katie so you knows where i'm going with this i've said this before if I do not like how my player looks, I actually cannot physically play. So when you, and and that extends to like my transmogs, my mounts, my names, and even names of like the name I currently have, even names that I make for myself, I get bored with it. And if I don't like it, I need to change it. So that's why when you guys see me change my names up every couple of months or um, people like, Oh, come do this. Like he with me. I'm like, Oh, actually I'm like, I just destroyed my UI and I'm remaking it because I want to look better. And I want it to look a little bit cleaner. I'm just, uh, I basically I'm just one of those people that I can't play the game if I'm not happy with how I look or and and any sense of the game. So I think that's probably my dirty work. So like yeah. the amount of money that I spent on just like character class changes or race changes is um well quite frankly that's a little bit absurd. But anyway, we won't get down to that. Your full fashion <laughs> over function. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, one hundred percent. I can't handle it. I'd rather just I'd rather play terribly and look, look good. That's that's how bad it gets. What do you got, mugs? Oh, uh.
4: Alright, alright, alright. Uh. When an expansion or a raid first launches, uh. Gold over all else. Money over everything in this game. Like, literally, first two weeks I spent playing BFA, I didn't even level. I was just fishing. And I made like a million gold from selling fish. <laughs> and I am going <laughs> to do that. You know damn well I'm going to do that. First two weeks of, uh. Of oh, Shadowlands. I'm just going to be making money. Because it pays for your <laughs> sub for the next two years.
5: That I, I feel like I'm going to be doing the same thing now.
3: I'll be in the same boat.
4: <laughs> yeah, and like when a new raid drops, you get that very first BOE, you sell that shit right away. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I will get something even better in a month's time, but I'm not going to get two mil for whatever stupid purple item, you know, a week from now.
0: Some I of am- us are still waiting on that first BOE. I want you to know that.
5: <laughs> I'm never going to get the idea of fishmonger Moggy out of my head now.
1: I got <laughs> oh,
4: yeah.
1: Sitting on the making... dock like Ahab with a spear gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly.
4: I was making my own uh, my own fish buddy uh, add-on just because I was bored and I had nothing better to do while I was fishing.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Kitty, what do you got?
6: I I both love and hate reading and playing with my significant other at times
4: Sounds about right
0: Yeah, that sounds fair. You can definitely see that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin. It, uh
6: it well, it's great because like we can shout at each other across the house sometimes, but it's also bad because we can shout at each other across the house sometimes.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, if you'd stop standing in fire
6: well if you wouldn't just take so much damage
4: learn to heal jeez here's two things i mean first of all think of the example you're setting for your children by yelling at each other across the house secondly (laughs) think of the example you're setting for your children by standing in fire
6: (laughs) okay (laughs) they play this game now by the way that's how long we've been playing
2: what you got kevin I'd have to follow Dan with the uh, the whole Transmog and UI. I'll spend hours upon hours upon hours just to make sure my UI is pixel perfect. Like the that heights way. have to be exactly the same, and if they're not the same, it just drives me nuts. Even if they're across the screen. Like I know Ju has an ultra wide monitor that he plays on, but like if the chat box on the left hand side is a different height than the DPS meters on the right hand side, then it just Preach. I can't focus. Oh,
5: dude, is that should have been my dirty secret too because i'm the same way
3: oh yeah like a good example of that is what kevin and i when uh bfa pre-launch was going on we would literally spend hours in game standing around and working on wikors like we'd actually make our own wikors um to get them to be what exactly what we wanted them to be so like it's uh kevin understands for sure
1: and sav you don't get to escape this one um See, that that's kind of tough, because like, anything stupid I do, you guys probably know about it. I I suppose, like, the easiest one, and this is probably a cop-out answer, I'd say, like, at least 80% of the time I die in Raid or Mythic Plus, it's because a cat laid down on my keyboard. <laughs> I'm really good at coming up with excuses for it, but that's usually the reason. Um, <laughs> but sort of in the same line with, uh, you know, Dan and Kevin and Ju, like, I mean, I probably spend a lot more time farming transmug and making sure my transmug's perfect and, like, you know, than I care to admit, right? I, I've got a few sets that I really like and I kind of rotate between them. And then, like, usually before raid, I'll go to the transmug and, like, equip all the different gear sets I'm going to use that night and make sure that they're all in the same transmug set because, like, you know... And even recently, I finally broke and bought the transmog mount so I can change them during raid.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I picked up engineering.
1: Yeah. And and I mean, and then also the gold I spent on transmog at this expansion is probably very disgusting. Like at one point I was at like 2 million gold and then like a week later I looked and I'm like, I only have 200k left. I got to start gold making again. Well so, I won't
0: hold you guys here all day today, but I do appreciate you guys coming in to uh to help us out with uh filming this and recording everything. I had a lot of fun. I hope you guys did too. And uh any definitely. last minute thing you guys want to uh say to anybody in the guild.
5: Like and subscribe and join the notification squad.
1: <laughs> Sounds good so to
2: me. <laughs> <button. laughs> Same tune as the never plays on her trackpad. Oh, um, she she stopped yeah.
5: that. I was gonna say, can we have an intervention at this point for Blue?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure she's done with that. Supposed was good. Yeah, I mean, she didn't die. <laughs>
0: Nobody <laughs> knew it. Nobody knew it. I, yeah. I might have. She was I might have known.
6: known. <laughs> oh, come on.
5: <laughs> Does it show up in the logs?
0: No, no. I, I I I was pretty much told like I got this trackpad. I was like, "Can you heal? Yeah, let's do it." <laughs> she was so, so
6: good at it, too.
4: <laughs> that's how stringent our uh, recruitment requirements are.
0: Hey man, she had enough faith that I had faith. Like it, it just it just worked. I don't know. She just made convinced me.
4: Hey, you know me. I'm all for it. I'll go. Uh, maybe I'll go trackpad spec for Shadowlands.
3: <laughs> <laughs> trackpad, chuck it off in a little bit more, huh?
1: <laughs> so so I in, suppose in closing, I'll say the same thing I said in the Paladin review. Love each and every one of you guys. If you ever need anything, I'm around. Just message me. I'll make time. Same. Likewise. Awesome, yeah, ditto.
4: Definitely.